Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. We are crushing it this week. Seven days, seven podcast episodes. We normally have three podcasts a week, so if you are new, this is definitely not the norm. But the reason we are doing seven podcasts over seven days is because this is the kickoff week for our 12 Weeks to Transformation. We start on Sunday, April 7th, which means registration closes Friday night, April 5th, when I wake up. On Saturday, April 6th, I'll be headed to the post office to put the last batch of identity journals in the mail for folks who have registered, and we will be closed for the spring. So if you are on the fence about the spring 12 weeks to transformation, definitely register now because we only open up registration a few times a year. I know that next week I'm going to be getting emails from people that say, I, I hadn't been listening. I was on vacation. I was trying to pull the money together, whatever it is. And we're just going to have to wait until the next time it launches because we start on Sunday, April 7th. I want to make sure everybody's identity journal gets out in the mail beforehand. So Friday, April 6th is the last day to register for our spring session. The 12 Weeks to Transformation is for anyone who wants to create change in their life, build the tools so that they know they will sustain it for life. It is for anybody who wants a coach in that process and for anyone who wants to enjoy the journey. I say this to my clients all the time. If you are not enjoying it, you are doing it wrong. The joy is in the journey. This is not a sacrifice. Change is not something you do to yourself. It is something you do for yourself to enjoy your life more as we go, not to live in the when-thens. Well, when I reach the goal, then I'll enjoy myself. Nope, we are going to enjoy the journey now. And a few weeks back during the winter 12 Weeks to Transformation, one of my veteran clients, meaning she was in her second round of the 12 Weeks to Transformation, not her initial 12 weeks. They have different challenges. We work more on mindset, motivation, consistency. She emailed me after our week four challenge and she said, I think you need to air this one on the podcast. And I... I emailed her back and I was like, what do you mean? And she said, this week's challenge was so good and it got me so fired up. You need to air it on the podcast. And I don't usually do that, as you know. Um, The challenges within the 12 weeks to transformation are within the 12 weeks to transformation. Since I am creating all new content for the spring and we are taking everything to the next level, now that our winter 12 weeks to transformation is wrapping up, they are just on the tail end of week 12 right now, I thought, you know what? 
I'm going to do that. I'm going to share with you week four inside the veterans group. And a lot of people got excited about this one. You're going to hear it in its entirety. But the challenge this week was creating a strategy to extract yourself from a funk. We all get in funks where we're just like, I don't even care. In fact, so funny, I had planned to uh, set up this episode this morning. Just last night, though, totally unrelated, I was texting a couple of my Master's Club clients. We go back and forth pretty much every day. And uh, I said, I'm just in a funk. It's one of those moments that I have that narrative in my head. I'm telling myself this story of, I'm tired. I don't even care. What's the point? Why bother? And I texted them and said, but I don't want to be that girl that acts that way. I know that in any moment where I'm in a funk, I can choose to pull myself out of it. It can be tough because when we're in a funk, by nature, we kind of don't want to do the work to pull ourselves out of it. But it's always worth it. And that's the strategy we talk about today. So just last night, I was texting these two friends of mine in the Master's Club. And I said, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to have a glass of water. I'm going to think of what is good. I'm going to think about how I want to feel. And then I'm going to come inside. I'm going to have the chili I made for dinner. And I'm going to be in bed early tonight because this is probably just a function of being tired. And it was. But it could have been a moment if I had submitted to the funk, if I had made myself a victim of it, if I had let the funk take over. Totally could have been one of those times where it's like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just get ice cream and pizza and call it a night and try better tomorrow, you know? Funk extraction is a tool for your toolbox, and you are going to learn more about it today. This is a sneak peek inside the 12 Weeks to Transformation. We are taking it to the next level in the spring. Remember, we kick off our spring 12 Weeks to Transformation on Sunday, April 7th, which means registration closes on Friday, April 5th. So if you are on the fence, let's go now. You can learn more about it at primalpotential.com forward slash transform, or you can just go to the show notes page for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash 583. And if you are on the fence, if you have questions and you've gone through all the information that you'll find at primalpotential.com forward slash transform, shoot me an email and let's chat about it. But don't wait because seriously, registration closes on Friday and I'm just, I am anticipating those emails next week from people being like, oh, is there any way I can join late? Guys, Friday is the last day, so let's hustle up. Let's get it done. And for now, enjoy this 12 Weeks to Transformation Veterans Challenge on building a skill set of successfully extracting yourself from any funk in any moment. I'll see you on the other side. Week four, let's do it. Hopefully, you are flying high after last week's challenge all about manufacturing desire and generating enthusiasm on demand instead of just falling victim to the many, many times when we're not going to wake up motivated or be really enthused in any given moment. Before we dive into the challenge of this week, I want to ask you very sincerely, how can I help? How can I help? One of the things that I like to ask myself, and I recently did a podcast, um, I don't recall the episode number, but the title was uh, Chaos Instead of Crisis or something along those lines. It's in the 550 
range. I don't remember the exact number. But one of the things I talked about in this process of not letting chaotic times turn into crisis times or even simply times when we abandon self-care is asking for help. When I ask for help, I like to preempt that by asking myself, what can I do to help myself first, right? Because we absolutely should get comfortable asking for help from others and we should increase our practice, get more reps in asking, how can I help myself today? Not in general, right? Remember that the problem in general is not where change comes from, but the, pro but the solution very specifically. It's not the solution generally, how can I help myself, but very specifically, what can I do today to help myself? What can I do in the next hour to help myself. So I genuinely want to hear how I can help you. And I want you to ask yourself, how can you help you today, tonight, in the next hour? But truly, what do you want more of? What do you want less of? What is helping the most in this process? And what's not really resonating with you? What can I do to help you? And I would love it, especially if you email me or if you share in the Facebook group how I can help. Lead with, I will help myself today or tonight or in the next hour by, and Elizabeth, it would be really helpful if you could X, Y, Z. Now, our tendency is to immediately go to, I don't know what you could do to help. Never stop at, I don't know. When we stop it, I don't know, it means I'm not willing to try. Never stop it, I don't know. What can I do to help? Nothing is different from I don't know, right? If there's nothing I can do to help and it's all on you, okay, then what are you going to do today? But if it's like I don't really know how you can help, then begin to generate ideas and learn from that process versus copping out with I don't know. One of the easy ways to, or the effective ways, which is also pretty easy, to get to some answers here is to ask yourself, what's in the way? Like, if there is a gap between my intention and my action, if there is a reason for my inconsistency, whatever, what is in the way and what feels hard? Remember that there is a lot of power in writing things down versus relying on your own recall, just the thoughts in your head, especially when you say, I don't know, you engage a whole nother level of mental processing when you decide to write it down. So do that. Press pause, write it down. This week is all about tackling one of the primary threats to progress, which is our own funks. I've been in a lot of funks. And here's the thing. It's not just a historical thing. There will be many funks to come in my life. I can be having an amazing day, and then mid-afternoon, I sort of feel like I'm in a funk. This is going to happen. It has certainly happened before. We can expect moments when we're just grumpy, unmotivated, in a mood of like, I just don't give a shit. That is a funk. Sometimes funks last a few minutes, sometimes a few hours, sometimes a few days. But the reality is that we are in control of our own funk extraction. 
extracting ourselves from the funk. And of course, this ties in very nicely and intentionally with last week's challenge of manufacturing desire, creating enthusiasm. That is certainly one strategy to turn to, to practice, to get out of the funk, remembering that an intention to practice is not the same thing as I will get reps, I will put in the time, and this is when I will do it. One of the primary reasons that people either aren't consistent or they give up and they stop trying is because they get in a funk and they do not remove themselves. Subconsciously or consciously, they believe that the funk has the control and they don't and they just submit to it. They let the funk take the reins and they do not ever demand of themselves and practice, right, get in the rep, put in the time of practicing pulling themselves out of the funk. There is a woman at my gym, you might have heard me mention her before, God bless her, uh, I, in my own head, think of her as like the funk master, the master of the funk. In probably, I don't know, 20, 30 times or more that she has worked out at the same time as I do. And at my gym, I go to a CrossFit gym, so it's a it's a group class. Uh, it's not like I'm just watching her do her own thing. We're all very much engaged in a fairly small space doing the same thing. And I consider her the funk master because every single time in the 20, 30, however many times it's been that she's been in my class, she's in a funk. She is so in a funk that she probably doesn't even realize she's in a funk. She comes in and says, I don't want to be here. Why do I do this? I hate this. This is going to be miserable. Can't we just stretch today? Just so you know, guys, I'm going to complain the whole way. She is the funk master. And it is a choice. Because this isn't simply the way she is. It is a choice she makes based on a perspective that she fuels with her attention. And she continues to create with her words, with her thoughts, and with her actions. Right? We all have those moments, whether once in a while, a few minutes of the day, if we wake up on the wrong side of the bed, and this week, our practice, we are making time to develop a funk extraction method for ourselves. And I'll be sharing with you how I do this, and it's ever-growing and ever-evolving. But the first thing requires that we own when we're in a funk. Sometimes it feels like we're defensive, we're protective of the funk. We don't want to admit that we're in a funk. Don't tell me I'm in a funk. But when we're willing to just like let the ego go and stop being so protective of our bad mood, sometimes we want to just be in a in a funk. We want to throw a pity party. But what I tell myself is it might be comfortable to be there and it might be even justified. Things have happened and now I'm in a bad mood as a result of those things. But the reality is whether it's comfortable, whether it takes more effort to get out of it than to stay in it, or whether it's justified, I don't want to be unhappy. I want to be really freaking happy every day. I want to be the kind of person that does not submit to the funk, but rather shatters it, breaks out of it. Because when I think about the funk master at my gym, Nobody wants to be around her. 
right? Nobody is excited when she walks through the door. And I never want people to think of me in my personal life, in my family, in my professional life, random people at the grocery store. I never want them to think about me the way that people respond to the funk master at the gym. And so instead of having the intention to pull ourselves out of the funk, instead of having the awareness that we can, this week we are creating a practice of it. And the way that we're going to do that is recognizing any moment when we feel something other than the way we want to feel, whether that is snarky or it is a little bit sad or it is uh, unmotivated, right? And it's not to say that we shouldn't feel sad. Let's be clear. I am all for allowing yourself to grieve when grieving is necessary. But these funks that I'm talking about are not because your dog died, are not because you know your family member is struggling with a chronic illness or your spouse cheated on you. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the funks that come from the fact that we are just low energy, the funks that come from the fact that, you know, we were late for a meeting or we didn't get the deal that we thought we were going to get or the washing machine broke or, you know, we feel fat today. The funk extraction strategy begins with when you recognize, when you are willing to own, because honesty comes first, I'm in a funk. What am I focused on? So as of the day that I am recording this, there was a challenging situation that came up with a deal that I am working through. And essentially, the people on the other side of the deal weren't being responsive and weren't communicating clearly. And I was just so aggravated. And I was texting with my boyfriend about it. And I was feeling my mood start to get like dejected, down, disappointed. Are you serious? Are we really dealing with this? What the hell is wrong with these people? Just going into that funk. And when I say like, oh, here it comes, here it comes, I ask myself, what am I focused on? What am I focused on? Because that is what's going to illuminate not only the problem, but also the opportunity to shift from the funk into the non-funk. So I said, what am I focused on here? I set my phone down. I put it on airplane mode just for five minutes so that I could clear my head while all these text messages were coming in. And I said, I'm focused on other people. I'm focused on what is wrong. I'm focused on how I feel about the problem. And as soon as I said that to myself, I'm focused on other people and on what is wrong and on all the details of the problem, I was like, well, of course I feel like crap. What I can choose to focus on is what is the solution and what's my role in it, right? And that instantly shifts my mood. And then I can also focus on what's right. Like I'm doing this deal and that's freaking awesome. One of the things that I remind myself of regularly is that negativity and tension, anxiety, disappointment, frustration, they arise when reality doesn't match our expectations. So in this moment earlier, when I started to realize myself getting into a funk, what I reminded myself is I feel this way because I have an expectation of somebody else that I've never met that they are going to be responsive in a timely fashion and that they are going to be committed to the solution and they are going to be good communicators. And my frustration is coming from the fact that 
reality is not meeting my expectations. They're not responding in a timely fashion. They're not good communicators and they're more committed to the problem than to the solution. Okay, so what if I changed my expectations about this deal? Look, I'm working with other people that I don't know. So chances are their communication at some point isn't gonna match mine. Chances are there's gonna be bumps in the road. That shift alone helps pull me out of the funk, right? Like, hey, it is normal for there to be communication issues in any deal, whether it's personal or it's professional, whether it's an argument with a spouse or it's a deal in your business life or you're buying a new home or whatever it is. That is normal. And I can either get all emotional about the problem or I can stay exclusively focused on the solution and the opportunity that it presents to me. Same thing, I told myself so consciously in the days before my book release, I was like, this is exciting, this is great, this is wonderful, and things will go wrong. Now, that's not forecasting negativity, it's managing my expectations. I'm not saying the book is going to flop or that people are going to hate it, but there's there's likely to be tech glitches. And when I expect that and then it happens, I'm not like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Why did this happen? How did I not know? Why wasn't somebody on top of it? It's like, look, when new things get launched or when I try something new or when I do something for the first few times, it's not going to be perfect right out of the gate. And when I have that as an expectation, I'm buffering myself against the funk, right? So part of it is, how did you think it should be? And maybe can you change your perspective there? And the other part of it is be really honest about what you're focused on when you feel crappy. When you feel unmotivated, are you focused on the fact that you just don't want to do it? Well, there you go. A big part of why you don't want to do the work is because that's where your attention is. What are you focused on when you feel that way? What you focus on, you feel, right? So if I'm sitting here and I'm like, wow, I really don't feel motivated at all. I don't want to go to the gym. Well, what are you focused on? The fact that I don't want to go to the gym. Well, what you focus on, you feel. So of course I'm like, Bleh. on the flip side, if I'm like, Whew, let's go. I love the people at my gym. I'm super excited to get out of the house to do something good for me. It's going to change the way I feel. When we change what we are thinking about, we change how we're feeling about it. What you focus on, you feel. When you feel down, check your focus and then change your focus. I love this quote. I share it very regularly on social media. You often feel tired, not because you've done too much, but because you've done too little of what sparks a light in you. When we're in a funk, we often stop doing stuff, right? We tell ourselves that we're overwhelmed, that we're unmotivated, that we just can't, we need to check out, so we do less. Because we think part of the problem is we're busy, we're stressed out, there's too much going on, we're overwhelmed. The reality isn't that we're doing too much, it's that we're not doing the right things. So part of funk extraction and practicing this versus just having an awareness of it, really trying out things to see, does this work for me? Does this help? Does this change how I feel? If I think this way, does it change my mood? Does it change my motivation? That is what it means to be engaged and be practicing versus just generally aware of this strategy. Instead of, 
I just need to put my feet up and watch TV. I just need to check out. What can I do that lights me up? Not sure? What can I try to see if it helps? I have a few go-to songs that I will put on and I'll just like either listen to them or I'll get up and dance. One thing that almost always helps me come out of a funk is cleaning up my space around me, whether that is cleaning my car, organizing my desk, cleaning the kitchen. That is something that works for me. Maybe it doesn't work for you, but we have to try these things on to know. It's not necessarily that you need to do less. It's that you need to do more of the things that light you up. Many of us stay in the funk because we settle for the funk. We allow it instead of, just like enthusiasm, demanding of ourselves that we remove ourselves from it. You can settle in the funk. You can allow it to remain or you can say, not today, not now. This is not the kind of person I want to be. I'm sure I'm not the first person to tell this to you, but if I am, let me enlighten you. It's not cool to be around somebody who, when you ask how they are, they always say, so busy, so tired. Like, that's so not interesting. And I don't believe that you want to be that person. Recover the person you were intended to be, the person you want to be, how you want others to see you. Look, it's not, it's not fun for all of my friends to be like, yeah, Elizabeth's always so busy. No, that's lame. It's not interesting at all. And nobody wants to be around that person. The person I want to be, the person I am intending for myself to be, shares when life is full and asks for help when help is needed. But like, I'm not going to settle for this funk of, I'm busy, I'm tired. Is it Friday yet? Come on, we can do better than that. We need to do better than that. Now, if you managed a team of people at work and all of your employees were in a funk, what would you do about it? Would you just allow, like, oh, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, everybody's in a funk. I mean, we're tired, we're overworked, there's so much going on, yada, yada, yada. No, 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 no. We would extract ourselves from the funk. We would do things to re-engage them. Maybe we would say, you know, there's a new project or we're going to have a competition in the office or we're going to have a, an outing. We're going to get out of here. We're going to get creative and do different things because you would understand that the funk is insidious and it impairs productivity. And the same is true in your own life. You can choose to stay in the funk, but what's the alternative? You can choose to live more brightly, more fully, more happily. And happy people take better care of themselves. The funk is a barrier to progress. Is wallowing in it going to help? No. In fact, you impair your ability to get out of the funk because you're not using that opportunity to practice funk extraction, right? If staying in the funk will help you, if you're like, no, I just need to feel this, Elizabeth. Let me be in a crappy mood. Okay, cool. That's fine. If you want to just be sad, that's there's a place and a time for that. No shame. However, do not attach it to your choices. You can be down. You can be sad. You can be stressed and make great choices and take great care of yourself, right? That is critical because our feelings and our choices are two very separate things. And even when we say like, no, I actually just want to be in a funk. Legit. Okay, cool. Separate it from your choices. What lifts your mood? 
write it down. If you're not sure, write down two things you can try so that you can find out, yes or no, does this lift my mood? I want you to practice a funk extraction strategy in any moment where you either feel really tired, really down, overwhelmed, stressed out, unmotivated, unfocused, whatever. What is in your power to change in this moment, right? Maybe you can't leave work and go backpacking because that would pull you out of the funk. Not an option, but what is an option? Go outside and breathe in 10 deep breaths of the cold air. Music is one. What song just puts a smile on your face and makes you want to shake your butt, right? Gratitude. This has been a total game changer for me, especially when work stuff gets wonky and it happens all the time. Something breaks, something goes wrong, there's a problem, I don't know how to fix it. Gratitude. Having problems in business is part of growth. And I am grateful for the opportunity to grow and grateful for the gift of a business. And this might seem kind of tough, but I think it's really necessary to say, we got to be honest about ourselves when we're just being a brat. We've got to own the facts like, all right, I'm kind of being like a angry teenager right now. You can choose to stay in it, but at a minimum, own it. Make a plan and then don't be a punk about it. Don't be like, but I don't want to. Okay, so you want to stay in the funk? Is that who you want to be? You want to be that person? I don't think you do. Make a plan and don't be a punk about it. You have to be willing to extract yourself even if the funk feels easier than the funk extraction. You always have a choice. Stay in it or extract yourself. And just be honest about both choices. If you are choosing to stay in the funk, own it. This week, we are creating, we are practicing funk extraction strategies. When you feel like you don't know what to do, that is your opportunity to try something and learn from your practice. I'm excited about this one. Let's go. Okay, so first and most importantly, I want you to build this practice of extracting yourself from a funk. Use every single moment instead of being like, oh, I'm in such a funk. Remind yourself, oh, this is the chance. I need these moments where I'm feeling a little meh to build the skill of responding brilliantly and moving myself forward and not being a victim of the funk, refusing it and returning to your own potential, to what you are capable of. So now you have seen a sneak peek inside the 12 Weeks to Transformation. I would love the opportunity to work with you this spring to help you change your life this spring. Guys, this is so important. I could easily be like, all right, the people that are in, they're in. But I know there are people listening who I can help I can help you set yourself free from the struggle, and I want to do just that. I don't want you to struggle anymore. I don't want you to feel frustrated, to feel disappointed. And we're talking about an investment in you for 12 weeks, not for a year. We're talking about an investment in you that's $16 a day for 90 days, just 90 days. What are you willing to do to make that happen. Do you see? I hear this every single day, you guys. My clients who say, 
yeah, I came in for weight loss, but it also changed my family dynamic. I am a better parent. I am a better spouse. My marriage has gotten so much better. I'm using these skills in my job and that has gotten so much better. Let's do it. I know there is somebody listening right now who's been on the fence and I can help you help yourself. And that is what I am desperate to do because the struggle has got to stop. The struggle can stop. We just need a different approach. Here's the deal. If you've got questions, if you're like, okay, but I'm not really sure I understand how it works. I'm not really sure I understand the financial investment or the payment options. One of the ways that I know that I'm working with the right people is that they are willing to not cut corners. So if you are on the fence, this is what I need you to do. Go to primalpotential.com forward slash 583. That's the show notes page for today's episode. And you're going to see a video embedded there. And the video has all of the details. You got to get all the details. I want you to commit to not cutting corners. I want you to understand how it works. I want you to understand what it includes. I want you to understand my coaching style. I want you to understand the financial investment, the payment options, all of that stuff. So go to primalpotential.com forward slash 583, or you can go to primalpotential.com forward slash transform. You get options both places, and it's going to give you all the details. You need all the details. Let's not continue to be people who cut corners. I would love the opportunity to work with you. And even if it's not for you, that's totally cool. You have an opportunity today to practice this funk extraction strategy. Make it a great day. I'll see you again tomorrow because we are doing seven days, seven podcasts to celebrate the fact that registration is open until Friday, April 5th for the spring 12 weeks to transformation. Make it a great day. Every single choice is a chance. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money.